Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Two Brain Radio. I am John Franklin reporting in for Two Brain with my very special guest and very special friend all the way from the North Pole, Jack Wheeler. <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? Good, Mr. Franklin. How are you? Yeah, Jack was just telling me that it is minus 22 where he lives. I, I, it's Red Deer, Canada, for all you Canadians mm-hmm. familiar with that. Uh, we're we're filming this during the polar vortex, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we and, get we get one a year. People are just freezing to the ground. You're saying your food just freezes in your hand. You can't like... <laughs> yeah, if it's outside. Yeah, even if you're wow. driving and you have a water bottle in your hand and it'll freeze in your hand. But like I said, it warmed up 20 degrees today and it's minus 22 or something. So wow. we're, we're, out of the, awesome. we're out of the thick. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be positive temperatures by the weekend. And that means sandals and T-shirts. Let's go tanning. As a, as a, someone from Florida, this is your friendly reminder to brain that winter is optional. <laughs> so uh, despite uh, making poor choices when it comes to where to live, uh, Jack makes very smart choices when it comes to his fitness business. He is the owner of 360 Fitness. Uh, you do you have two separate locations, one in Red Deer, one in Sherwood Park. We're talking before the show. It sounds like you're going to be doing uh, over three million in top line, which is insane. And uh, you offer no group classes, right? Yeah, just uh, semi privates or a small group personal training, and one on one is our our bread and butter. And so, how do you how do you package and price your services? It's been a while. I, I, it's been about a year since I've talked with you, and so maybe you can give me an update to see if anything's changed. Yeah, so we do our front-end offer. Everything drives towards a six-week intro program, whether that's our six-week challenge for folks under 50 or our fit over 50 six-week challenge for for folks over 50. We just package them up a little bit different. Uh, And then for our six-week challenge, they can either do a hybrid option, which is a combination of semi-private and one-on-one or strictly one-on-one. And then our fit over 50 is exclusively one-on-one person training. And then we do the trials over the the six weeks. We convert them into our full-time memberships and again, it's hybrid or one-on-one. And we got uh, three, six, and 12-month options. That's it. Super simple. And that six-weeker, what does that cost these days? Yeah, one-on-one. It's all 30-minute sessions for the for the personal training and semi-private. So one-on-one is 700 and hybrid is 600. Okay. And hybrid is both one-on-one and small group, you said? Yeah, you bet. Yeah. All right. And and that's what? Three sessions a week? Four sessions yeah, a week? Three times a week. Yeah. Same nutrition manual. Comes with their initial assessment. The six-week nutrition manual, um, you know, cardio area access, uh, and and the one-on-one person training in a small group, or the combination of. So the like thirty-minute sessions is, it's like you'll come in, people do like warm up on their own, and then yep. the trainers there for the meat and potatoes, and they have their own cool down, or do, do you? Still yeah, they do their cool own cool down. down. We have a full cardio area and kind of a, a warm-up exclusive area for our clients to come in. Uh, we just got some rowers and treadmills and bikes and some skipping ropes and some mats and foam rolling equipment, that kind of stuff, and. The clients are expected to come in about 15, 20 minutes early for the warm up, you know, get changed, get warmed up, be ready to go. And then when that clock hits, they're ready to go. It makes their sessions better. It cuts down on their budget. We can increase their frequency for it. And then it's better for the coaches as well because we can fit more bodies in. And how many sessions are you doing uh, in oh, Red Deer? Over 4,000 a month. Jesus. Yeah. I think it was 4,300 was their average. Okay. Yeah. And how many coaches does that require? Um, I think right now, I think we're about 10 full-timers and about four or five part-timers. And then they're all about 80% capacity. And how do you do that? How do you feel like everyone's <laughs> having trouble getting like two or three coaches that are solid? What are you, how, how are you gobbling up 15? Oh yeah. Just doing the simple things and it makes them stay a lot more. If they have a full schedule, you keep them busy, get rid of those idle hands. 
you know, pay them accordingly, you know, pay them, pay them fair, honest wage, make sure that they have a career ascension plan in front of them and not just pay or trading time for money. We do a lot of entrepreneurial stuff uh, where they can kind of, kind of not run their independent business out of our studio, but they can identify their skills and their talents and kind of what they're really good at, pitch that to us and they can kind of operate their own workshops and nutrition seminars and things like that. So they can make some more money outside of the person training floor. Uh, and then we also have independent profit pass where they get compensated for showcasing clients, writing articles, doing before and after photos, um, gathering video testimonials. So things that we would pay for anyways, but it just takes off our, our ad budget and gives it right to them. So there's a whole bunch of different ways that they get compensated. So you have like this, this punch list of stuff you need to do, and then they can go in there and say, Hey, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to exactly. Do this. Yeah. And it's not, um, not mandatory by any means. They don't have to ha hit certain metrics on it. That's why we call it the, the IPP, the independent one. And, um, they can do as little or as much as they want to. So it's great for slower months, uh, especially in December or if they're having a trip coming up, holidays, things like that. You know, we pay them above industry average. Uh, we have full benefits. We give them tons of flexibility. And then the fact that we're so full, they don't have to do split shifts. You know, they don't have to work every single weekend. You know, they're doing 30 to 35 hours of PT on a 40 hour shift, filling it with some other things. So that work-life balance is a heck of a lot better. And uh, the burnout is, it's not like what it is on the industry average. So just treat them good, you know, and then they'll treat you good. And then making sure that their schedules are full. That's, that's everything. Yeah. And for you, uh, the big things like ads, right? That's how that's your bread and butter for client acquisition. Yeah, that's that's mainly it. And just kind of go back um, when you're asking about appointments. That's four thousand just at the one location. The other location is about twenty seven, twenty eight hundred. So we're doing you know seven thousand appointments a month across the system. Yeah, across two locations. Wow. And, this, and the towns are no bigger than a hundred thousand people. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I when I heard about. Jack Wheeler's gym. The first thing I did was I got on a plane and went to see it myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, he, I didn't believe it. Yeah, to drive hours um, from the airport. <laughs> yeah, we 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 landed on the North Pole and then it was a seven hour drive <laughs> and we went to the local Boston Pizza and I That's saw right, it, I saw it. I worked out. I drank the smoothies with my own uh, bare hands, and um, yeah, it's crazy. It's a it's a revolving door. It's a machine, a well oiled machine, and that was five or six years ago. So I imagine you have it more dialed in now. Yeah. Honestly, Actually, like the, more. that would have been eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's probably eight or nine years ago. We have like a lot of the same typical offers, right? We've just streamlined the process and just mastered it and mastered it and mastered it. So we don't have to recreate everything every single year or, you know, put a flashy new spin on it. So the only person that needs it new and fresh is usually you, right? Your customers don't, um, your staff don't, uh, you just need to dial in a couple things and just get better and better and better and better and better at them and just avoid that shiny object syndrome. Just get rid of that and just focus on on the basics, master the fundamentals. And we'll talk about some of those. Um, you know, this this episode, this week of content is all about dominating your local market and just being the go-to choice for uh, your specific niche, the people that you are looking to serve there. And so um, for you, you own like personal training in Red Deer. If anybody's tossing, if anybody's by their phone, uh, you do some Google searching, you're trying to find the best personal trainer in Red Deer, there is no way you are not coming across Jack's stuff. So maybe you can run across, like, was that deliberate? Like, did you hone in on personal training versus like gym or group training or any of the other words you could have targeted? And then how'd you go about like uh, 
dominating that word. Yeah, like for for SEO, it's you know frequency and volume and and perpetuity, right? So we've been in business for 15 years at the one location and nine for the other. So like the fact that we have all that stuff compounding on our digital platforms helps. It's not like we're really fantastic at it or put a whole bunch of money behind it. We're just really diligent on doing it every single month, doing the basics. And then we've just been doing it for longer than anybody else. You know, gyms in our town come and go left, right, and center. And then the ones that kind of do stick around are, you know, big brands, big brands with lack of SEO, you know, big brands that really don't care a, a lot about their their internal markets and more about the, the bigger brands behind it. So for the SEO kind of side, we blog one or two times a month. We make sure that those guys are SEO optimized. Uh, and then we just have everything tying back uh, in all of our social media platforms. It has like our town and what we do and link in bio, it's town and what we do. A lot of it is just tied back, uh, back and forth which is nice. You just do it over yeah, and over and over and over and over and over and over again, right? If you're listening, uh, I have the, I Googled Red Deer personal training. And so you literally, Jack is number one in the snack pack. So he ranks first for Google My Business. Uh, it actually says on the Google listing 10 plus years in business. Then he ranks number one for Red Deer personal training. And then the next is Yelp, in which he's the number one listing on Yelp. And then there's a couple of his competitors. Then it's his mind body link. Then it's <laughs> yeah. his Facebook page. Oh, good. That's all on page one of Google. Nice. And, and, now, you're, granted, and you're coming from he would... Florida. <laughs> and we don't, we don't pay for uh, Google like SEO ads. You know, we have video views and things like that, but we don't do the, the PPC clicks or anything. Our other stuff is so just more important. If you're, and again, like I don't think Jack could have four things on page one of Google if he was doing New York City personal training. There is a bias because Red Deer is a small town, but it's not, like you said, it's not a 5,000 person town. Like they no. got, they have a Boston pizza. We have two Boston pizzas, okay? We got oh, two Boston two, two. pizzas, a post office. Like we're growing like fast. <laughs> no, all, all jokes aside, you said it's a uh, 50,000 people. Oh, Red Deer's about, 000, yeah, Red Deer's about 100,000 people in Shore Park, our other location, is uh, kind of a big suburb spinoff of a greater metro area called Edmonton. So it's just on the outside. So yeah, we got one, two, yeah. So, and then on the second page, he, he his personal training sub page is the number one listing on the second page. So again, I don't know where you would rank if we did Jim Red Deer. I don't know. It probably wouldn't out. be as good. So yeah. If you look at Jim, he's not in the snack pack and, uh, he's, he makes page one. So he's, there's two competitors, two Yelp listings, a third competitor, and then you. So you're doing, you're, you're still on page one for Jim, but you could see, you know, it's really been honing in on that specific thing, which I would imagine personal training is a much more valuable keyword to own than, than Jim, right? Right. Like, you're here on Anytime Fitness is number one for, and, and that's what, like a $20 a month membership? Yeah, they're a huge, big brand. You know, they, they come and go all the time. But the best thing about it is like, you want to be known before they go to their Google, right? When they go to their Google, it should just be to compound what they already know about you and all the good information about you and your studio already. So they're going to go there after they're consumer aware about you and what problems that you solve, right? They're going to go there to do homework and find out Facebook reviews and Google reviews and stuff like that. But you don't want it to, to be the first thing that they've heard about your business. 
right? It should be a kind of sprinkle in there and another sign of like, hey, yes, we mean business. We've been here for a long time. We've been doing this longer and better than anybody else. Assist and buy, right? It's a, it's a validation of, of their homework on you. So they already come to Google already knowing pretty much everything about us that they're going to need. And it just goes to, to relate that is they're making a good decision. So I, I know there's other, you know, you talked about doing SEO related blog posts and that's kind of where everyone's head, like SEOs blog posts, which isn't necessarily true. Like there is uh, a length of time you've been in business, but there's also um, one of the things that I think you do well is uh, you win a bunch of awards. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who's got a bunch of awards on their wall, like uh, some of that's like pay to play, right? Like you, you have to put, you have to be on their map. So can you talk about like some of the places that you look for kind of like best of awards or uh, how you go about that process? Yeah. So we try to go as local as possible, you know, for, you know, we've been named top 100 by Ursha so many times we've been named to, you know, provincial leaderboards and national leaderboards and all that fun stuff. And more often than not, your clients don't care, right? They, they want to have it local and something that, that means something to them. So we go for, we nominate, uh, we get nominated more often than not or nominate ourselves for the local newspaper awards or local consumer choice awards, things like that, where they can, they can vote on it. There are pay to plays on that, uh, but not, you can't buy it out. You know, you can advertise on those sites or inside the newspaper or anything else, but the other ones, um, the newspaper guys, you can't, which is nice. And for us, we win best gym and best person trainer at both gyms every year, like rinse and repeat. And we know that we have to have outside players of our gym nominating and voting for us because we don't have enough people. You know, we have 400 members at one gym and 300 at another where the good life's down the street got 5,000, right? So we know that if we have 100% buy-in from our staff and our clients, we still won't be on, on the radar. We have to have a community involvement. People that haven't been our customers and may never be our customers are still voting for us as the best gym because we've been around and we're doing out things outside of our four walls and not just on SEO. And links matter too. Like yep. you say the Ursa stuff doesn't matter, but if Ursa is an old domain, the organization's been around for a while and them linking to you and saying you're the best gym, that's a strong signal to Google. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whatever Red Deer Gazelle or whatever paper, yeah, like exactly, you know, if you're the best personal trainer in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, all the way through, like, and you have all those links, like that's all cataloged and that reflects very well. That sends a very strong signal. Like, this is the best personal yeah. trainer. Like Google and doesn't know how, you, you know, the, your reward thing and how you got people to 500 people to vote for you. Like all it knows is like this article that says best personal trainer in Red Deer links to 360 personal training it has for the last 10 years. Yeah. Over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it really does. And then it all ties into our social media. They bring us back to the blogs and it's just kind of a big spider web uh, into it. Uh, and then for like our blogs and everything too, it's, um, even on like our pages, it's not like that cryptic SEO stuff in 2014 where it's just read your personal training, does read your personal training, not read your personal trainer, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we make it uh, very good for the for the customer. We talk about pain points, things like that, and then draw things back uh, with different links or actually when it makes sense. So it's a readable article, readable blog, and it's it's doing the SEO at the same time, but not just in a spreadsheet looking thing like a lot of our competitors do. How much are you uh, putting out? Like how many blog posts are you are you churning out these days? Like one or two a month at each location. That's it. That's it. Okay, so it's yeah. nothing crazy. No, nothing, nothing at all. And are you yeah. on the AI train? Or are you just 
we can for ideas and stuff like that, but we got so much content anyways. Like it's, you're talking about the same 10 things over and over and over for fitness businesses. And, and that's great. You don't need to, we use AI to kind of help us out on, on editing things like that for good ideas. Organic is nice and the way to go. I just love putting writing in there and just be like, what can I do to make this better? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ideas and, and it just like, it gives you, uh, it, it's like a great partner. Like it's, it's, if you had somebody sitting next to you and was giving you some feedback, which, which is, uh, nice. Um, but it's pretty obvious when people are using it to write their entire blog posts. And I think people don't like that. So we talked about the award piece. We talked about honing in on that one offer, you know, CrossFit, uh, a lot of CrossFit gyms will listen to this. You know, do you think, if you were if you were starting a CrossFit gym today, would you would you focus on personal training or would you focus on being the number one CrossFit gym? Is that you know like you kind of have to? Yeah. You can't do both, really. Exactly. Like we're not the the best group fitness place. We don't have the best classes. We don't have the best setup for it. So we can't compete on that. If I was going to be a CrossFit gym, I would be the best damn CrossFit out there. And then once I built up my market and I'd internally advertise that one on one person training for that VIP experience. But if somebody's looking up CrossFit, they're they're maybe not thinking that one-on-one -on -one person training is their their best bet, right? That's not the service that they're looking for yet. Once they know, like, can trust you a lot more, then I would advertise that one-on-one -on -one to the interior market. But if I'm opening up a CrossFit box, it's that's it. That's your primary niche focus. You can't be everything to everybody all at once because that means you're nowhere fast. And that and that's a perfect point. Like, it's something we've had a lot of conversations about, where you know, just because you offer nutrition and personal training and you have ice baths in your gym it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to rank first like that's that's not going to get you in the number one spot if you're in a very small town maybe but like if you're a crossfit gym that also offers personal training you are going to lose to a guy like jack yeah exactly all his writing his headline the name of his gym literally says personal training in it whereas if jack tried to offer a crossfit like affiliated and tried to offer a crossfit program like he's just not going to rank compared to uh, I don't I don't know does CrossFit does Red Deer is there a CrossFit Red Deer anymore? We got yeah we got like five or six at any given time you know and four of them always come and go you know because they're trying to be everything to everybody and and they're not known for anything they're not known for anything at all you know and the names just that's not come to say like if you do CrossFit in a one on one setting you can be like CrossFit personal training like you know exactly. like that yeah. could potentially work but, yeah you know you either need to signal group you either need a signal private training you need a yep. signal small group training and, and not try and be everything to everybody yeah and like your customer like you got five seconds you got five seconds they're going to search the simplest term the thing that they know you for or the thing that you tell them that i'm known for they're going to search that they're going to google that you know they're going to ask their friends about those keywords you know and you have a, a couple seconds to catch them you know and if it's not your bread and butter you don't need to compete with them on it you know just focus on your niche dial that in and then double down and so we talked about good life in any time as competitors, people who are ranking in that stack pack for Jim and Red Deer, you know, they're, they're deep pocketed individuals. They got good SEO strategies. What kind of stuff are you doing uh, to differentiate yourself from some of the larger competitors online? Yeah, for like digital things, for sure. It really comes down to like our social media. We're quite different. You know, it's not just a generic post after generic post after generic post, you know, with, with some stock image. You know, and I take a look at our competitors and it is, they're asking for a sale every post, every post, no matter what it's buy now, buy now, buy now. So like the consumer's first impression of these big box gyms with personal trainers or even the, the personal training studios that we compete for 
all they've ever seen from that person is when they're asking for something, right? And then most personal trainers, it's they're really just advertising for their own before and after photos or their own booty shots or anything else like that and nothing to do with their clients. So online through like digital and social media, we are complete opposite than our, our competitors on purpose by design. So we have everything based on like education and info, infotainment marketing on our social media. You know, it's tips, tricks, you know, strategies, help first kind of mentality on our social media. And we just highlight our clients like nobody else. You know, probably once to three times a day, we're doing client shout outs and profiles and showing the person that we want inside of our gym, getting the results that the customer wants as well, you know, and just really doubling down on that one. And then even when it's just outside of the organic, you know, free social media stuff, even our advertising is the same. We take 25% of our ad budget and put that towards educational brand marketing, you know, where we're solving small things for, for free, handing out ebooks and video series and video courses and things like that and actually putting money behind it. So the customers in our local area get stuff for free from us and see client success photo, uh, videos and photos. So when they actually do see an ad, they have that no like and trust factor multiplied by 10. You know, they, they have that goodwill marketing a heck of a lot more than just that person that's just like, the only time you ever see them is when they're knocking at your door asking for a sale. And you mean like when you, when you're saying that 25% towards goodwill stuff, that's like your recipe books, yeah, your exactly. at home workouts, like yeah, basically yeah. like yeah, you lead magnety type stuff that's yeah. meant to solve a high, like target higher funnel traffic. Totally. Right? And, and even just like specialized videos, it's crazy what happens. Like if we put up a video for free, post it out there, meh. But if we have it as like a opt-in wall where it's like, Hey, you know what? You're going to get this special video, you know, based on, you know, top five things you could do for fat loss or, things you can do in the new year to accelerate your fitness results and things like that. A specialized video for you, opt in here, you know, send them to a landing page, grab that. And it's just a, a video playing on the landing page or the, the thank you page that goes through the roof as well. You know, so as soon as you kind of have some exclusivity to it and kind of like a, an increased perceived value behind it, it's good. And a lot of the things we do on our social media too, we just package up into an ebook, you know, sleep tips or nutrition tips or things like that. We just put it in another form in another media you know, put an opt-in wall in front of it and, and go. Um, but a lot of the people on our list have been on our list for six to 18 months and they consume anywhere between like five and 10 of our products before they become customers. You know, so it's just like that goodwill stuff starts stacking all the way through. You know, we you compound that with our community involvements and then when they are ready to buy in any capacity, we're already top of mind and have been for, you know, six months plus. And you, once they opt in on this stuff, you pepper them with yeah. follow up, right? Like yeah. you have a, you have a pretty robust nurture sequence built out. Yeah. yeah. For everything. So all of our stuff, it just filters into, you know, uh, automations that are relative to that ebook or that free thing, free resource from there. And then once they're done, those automations, they funnel into a greater one, kind of a drip campaign, you know, newsletters and emails. Like Long term nurture exactly. sequence. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's more generic, where it doesn't matter what avenue or funnel they came in, they get followed up on for sure. And um, you're also doing stuff out offline in the community as well. Like I know you have like these dinners and stuff like that. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are some of the yeah I, I, dinner undersells it? Is like you wear like a suit and stuff. Like what 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 are these like events that uh, you know you, you got to wear a tuxedo to go to and 
yeah. sell stuff for your gym. Yeah. Yeah. We just, uh, we try to get involved in the community as much as we possibly can. So we do two huge events every single year. They're both fundraising. Uh, one is more client centric and one is trainer centric, but we have our client awards gala, uh, every spring where we invite all of our clients in some community partners and we just have a huge celebration and it's kind of a red carpet. Academy Awards Gala. You know, everybody gets all dressed up and fancy. We have a beautiful dinner. We hand out awards all night. We do special shout outs and recognition. Uh, we have some partners speak and some motivational speakers and that kind of stuff. And this is awesome. Everybody gets all dressed up. We get to celebrate their successes. They mingle. They find new support systems. Um, the high fives are just endless all night. And then the community is so much more than just a coach to the clients. You know, the, the clients are there for each other. They're supporting each other at the next workouts. They recognize that face from the event before. And then every fall we do our trainer event where this is our big, big fundraiser where clients can, you know, pay to beat the heck out of us for a week. You know, they can buy exercises and workouts and kind of get revenge on the coach. And that's where the coaches kind of put their bodies on the line and, and see so you can raise the most money for, for local causes. Uh, and then we sprinkle it in with uh, uh, community events every every month. Doesn't have to be crazy, you know, whether it's buddy week or a barbecue or, you know, a hike or let's go do stair runs together or we're going to watch the Flames and Oilers games, things like that. You know, it's just as much community involvement and uh, just another support system for them rather than just just their workouts. All right. So you literally uh, it sounds like you, you're doing one like once a quarter based off all the things you just rattled. Uh, you just rattle off to me. Yeah, we try to do like something every month, really. And we try to do a bigger one, sure, every quarter. But this month, it's 360 Fitness Bingo. Next month, it's going to be uh, Buddy Week. The month after that, in March, it's going to be a community workout. You know, just simple little things like that. Um, it's just getting people to these events. And getting them to these events early in their membership is key. Like ideally in the first six weeks is is where we personally invite them to the next upcoming event. You know, and just let them know that it's exclusively for, for those guys. Come on in and get them immersed in that community as much and as fast as possible. And you start everybody off with that six-week challenge, right? So you have like a systemized approach to doing this, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. Everybody filters in. It's um, it's rolling starts. We don't do like a start on the 15th and 30th. You know, once they buy, they book in at their next initial assessment phase and then get rolling. And it's a way for us to be able to, to sell one-on-one -on -one personal training and not have to clump it in starts. We probably onboard 30 to 50 six-weekers at each location every single month and then convert 30 to 50% of them. And it just kind of keeps us going on that way. And in terms of offline activity, are you doing any offline advertising? Uh, sometimes with direct mail, but it's very, very specific. We know that our ad dollars can go farther and be tracked better online digital stuff. But for the the offline marketing, a lot of that is goodwill marketing and community involvement. You know, just getting involved with some of the big fundraisers, finding out where your ideal target market clients are, and then supporting those causes that are near and dear to their hearts. You know, being at their black tie fundraisers, handing out uh, selling auction items and raffle prizes at their high events, finding out where they are in town, whether it's you know, if you're you're going after hockey kids, then target the hockey parents, go to the arenas, that kind of stuff. You know, for us, our target market is 55 year old women and men, you know, so we're targeting them in certain places. You know, we're not looking at the, the arcades, you know, we're not advertising there. So just finding out where that target market is and just really honing in. But we do a lot of a lot of community involvement with giveaways, uh, selling auctions and raffle items to the higher end 
you know, fundraisers in town and just could be in, being in the right, right rooms at the right time. We used to, uh, get hit up for things like that very frequently. And, um, we played around with a few different offers. We never had one that crushed. What, what's your kind of go-to giveaway for silent auctions and, uh, charity things where they, where they ask you to participate and donate? Yeah. Like how do you know, like a gift certificate? Just meh. It really is meh. So we have our own supplement line, which is great. So we bundle that together, you know, whether it's like gym bag and uh, vitamins and greens with, uh, we call it a PT kickstart where it's an initial assessment and a couple free sessions, you know, so the total value is a couple hundred dollars. You know, people are voting or are not voting, but, uh, putting down one, two, three, four hundred dollars worth on that. It's nice when you're in a selling auction, you got to stand out and just another gift certificate or another gift card or a blank piece of paper with no established value. It's not going to get you anywhere. So we just have um, this raffle thing that we put out. It's just tons of social proof, our address, exactly what we're all about, the product that goes with it. So they get something tangible in their hand to hold value. And then that PT kickstart. Yeah, we would, whenever we gave gift cards, we'd find that like the person who bought it was already a member at our yep. gym. And then they exactly. just come reuse the gift card yeah. at half price. So over and I, over and over I had to get again. the giveaway. Yeah, just literally shooting myself in the foot mm-hmm. twice there. So, so you do like a supplement bundle yep. and an assessment. So you're not giving away like six weeks of training or anything. Like no, that. and you don't need to, right? They're not looking for that. And a lot of times too, it's like that too, that's too much to chew on right off the bat, right? Before they know, like, and trust us. So a lot of times this will be the first time they see us just having the, the product there with it. It holds space on the table too. It's very eye-catching. It's different than anything else there. It's branded with our, our logo and everything too. So it kind of just increases that value and makes us look like heavy, heavier hitters than we are. And then just the extra couple sessions to go along with it. Easy. And if they're not sold in the first initial assessment, they're, you know, it's not going to buy anyway. Exactly. Right. And free sucks. You know, it's like if, if they're or getting at low, low value on that, they're not going to show up. So it's just chasing somebody for six weeks. So just give them the, the low barrier offer and you're going to go. Especially for like private or small group training. Cause you know, you're paying for those sessions. Exactly. Where, yeah. Yeah. Large group, good... It's slightly different monster, you know, cause a coach shows up whether there's 10 people or 11. You bet. Yeah. Ours has a lot of fulfillment needs, so we can't be just handing that stuff out willy nilly, but more often than not, like we only give out those products to current members now. And then they go to their charities of choice or, you know, they're on the board of directors or a shop caller or an event coordinator, things like that. Like we get hit up, no joke, every day, every day for at least one thing. And we only give it out to current members and ex-members. You know, they're in the circles that we already want. You know, they usually have an affinity to make us look better, do better. They pump us up all the time or, hey, that's my gym. Go check it out. Things like that. Like they're... They're somewhat on the payroll. It, it feels like, and it works a lot you better. You want an inside way. job. You want, you yeah, want exactly, on the exactly. Talking that silent, yeah, lunch, that supplement yeah. pack up, it, right? It it really, really is. I know it sounds corny, but yeah, they're they're pumping it more than we could ever, right? Uh, and they're they're with the people that we know can come to our gym. You know, they're the affluent markets. They're usually the same age and and social circles and and roles and responsibilities and jobs and things like that. So they're already there. So they took took us in with them. We got to the doors. So you're saying you're only giving the auction items to people who are existing members. Yeah. Or ex-members. Yeah. You know, that, that sent my mind to referrals. I know you are the process king. So I know you have a uh, referral process. So, so what are you doing to drum up community referrals? 
Yeah, we just do uh, one direct referral to the Six Feet Challenge. So it's a win-win for everybody. We have, actually, I got some here. We got these little cards at the front, just like this, where it's like, hey, you know what? Somebody really loves you. Your transformation awaits. You know, you got a good human uh, with you. It says, hey, this member is referring this person, and then they get $50 off for Six Feet Challenge, and then they get a $50 kickback too. So it's awesome. And then the members get to choose whether they want to give that credit to the new member to sign up, give them an extra discount, or to put it on their account for a floating credit. It's really easy. Just funnel everybody towards that. And we just pump it at Buddy Weeks. We have internal marketing and posters around the gym on our Facebook page, um, inside of our nutrition manuals. It's just very, very easy. We tell them how to make a referral, what to do, what's in it for them, and then what can they expect. Just simple. What's a Buddy Week? A buddy week is just they get to bring a friend to their one-on-one -on -one person training sessions. That's it. Yep. Very simple. They fill out a little form. You know, we pre-qualify them on the form. That's their waiver as well. Uh, and then the sales team looks over that, you know, while they're getting their butt kicked for their session. They kind of do a little follow-up at the end, give us some feedback on the session. We ask them about their goals, you know, if they had fun. Here, by the way, you get this $50 off the six-week membership. You know, let us know, but let's get you booked in right now. It's pretty, it's just simple. Like it's nothing extraordinary. It's nothing groundbreaking. We just do the due diligence and, and follow up like mad. And how, how frequent do you do that? Once a quarter, ideally for a buddy week. Nice. It's got to be special. And how many, uh, like how many members will take you up on that and actually bring somebody? Probably about 50 to a hundred at each gym. So that's like a, you said you had around 300 at Sherwood. At one and, and 400 at the other. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple so hundred members. 25 and, to 30%. Yeah. And like your main refers are, you know, 10% of your clients are going to refer 90% of your new, new members, right? So the people that are referring for us, you know, they're bringing in three or four members that week. It really is. Like they're they're the big guns on that one. You know, they're bringing in a couple friends here and there every single quarter. And do you do anything special for those people? Like, do you have like a yeah, VIP, no, yeah, no, a like special... systems or whatever else. But we pull reports every single month of you know who's spending the most, who's referring the most, who's buying the most product, things like that. And we just give them some free things or even shout outs or even a little text saying thank you. You know, our our target market is different. You know, they're not looking for handouts; they're looking for status and recognition when it comes down to it, uh, and just giving them the podium. You know, just giving them a pat on the back, calling them out publicly in front of their their friends and thanking them, you know, in the semi-privates or, or at the studio, like that goes a long way for our members versus just like, here's a coupon that they don't care about. Yeah. They're paying five, $600 exactly. for a gym yeah. membership. I, I can't imagine no. that the <laughs> no. $50 they're getting is really, uh, you know, moving the needle a lot. Exactly. So like for that personalization, just to kind of give you an example of it, you know, we used to do like automatic emails at birthdays and anniversaries and here's a hundred dollars off and here's 25 bucks off and, like digital coupons and stuff. Now, literally at their, their birthday workouts or their anniversary week, we have a custom shake for them, a handwritten card by all the clients or all the staff members, hand them that in front of their, their friends and their other you know, co-workout buddies. And that goes way farther. So like 10 bucks in a couple minutes versus hundreds of dollars just blast out in an email chain. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned for your referral cards that you advertise them in the gym. That's something that... Um, I think you do better than most people is you have, you market your existing products to your existing clientele in the gym, like everywhere. Yeah, they're your best customers. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, you know, I, people think like they're probably imagining some like weird printed out clip art thing or some like, you know, dingy thing stapled to the wall. Like when I say Jack does uh, like 
advertising. These are like, you know, he's got like steel framed, uh, steel framed pictures or, or, or hangers with like, uh, you know, nice professionally designed posters in them. And you, you're pushing your smoothie program. You're pushing referrals. You're pushing social proof. What are, what are the things that are you? Yeah. You mainly those guys. Posters? Yeah. Like when we talk about our marketing, we go just as hard on internal marketing as we do external marketing, you know, whether that's pumping people for referral campaigns, prizes, surveys, product deals, supplement deals, that kind of stuff. You know, we do internal and external marketing every single month, you know, and um, we find that it works best on that. Uh, and then for kind of the marketing around the gym, yeah, we have posters everywhere in the washrooms, at the front desk, in the waiting areas, things like that, by the treadmills, everywhere. So they kind of know exactly what's going on, what the next events are, you know, what the deals are, what the shake of the week is, things like that. And then at the very, very front, surrounded by social proof is our community board, where it's like, January, here's all the events, you know, here's invited, here's who's the host is, this is where we're meeting, this is the cost, February, March, they can kind of see it that way. And we also do like, for all new members and then conversions, you know, we give them samples uh, for all of our supplements and products. We do free demo days. Like we're constantly just telling people about what we actually have. Cause you'd be so surprised if like your full-time members that have been there for months, if not years, don't know everything that you sell. You know, they don't know what the greens taste like and they haven't had a shake yet in six months. And like, you'd be so surprised. You're always looking for that new customer where the best ones are already inside your gym. You just want to increase the average client expenditure rather than finding new customers every single day. And when I hear like an event every month, like like being physically out in the community is hard. And then planning events and these galas and stuff, that's, that's also like very taxing and requires a ton of logistics. Uh, and you're multi-location. So I'm assuming you're not driving to Edmonton every month to go to every single event. Who's planning all, who, who manages all this? Who's planning? What are the expectations, especially with staff? I know a lot of people, uh, that's a gray area. How, how do you handle all that? Yeah. So like I'm, I'm more or less helping the decision-making process, but our general managers and our leadership team at both studios, they, they're the bread and butter behind it. You know, they make it all happen. I just give them very clear instructions, give them a lot of autonomy inside of it, give them what success looks like, you know, some plans, uh, and just there for support. And they're the ones doing it. But, you have to choose your busy. Like it's, you're, you could be really, really busy helping your, your own internal clients with these events and stuff, or every month having to sign up a hundred new members or chasing down 40 members every single month because they're not paying or abandoning your gym. Like you're going to be busy anyways. Right. But you just have to kind of choose your heart and choose where you want to put your efforts into it. You know, every single time that we do these things, new members, it spikes. Retention goes through the roof even more. You know, average client expenditure goes up. LTV goes up. Like all these things. So rather than just like chasing new stuff or working on new marketing material or the new fancy thing, like you're going to be busy. So you might as well just choose what you want to be busy on. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking here. You're, you must have good participation. You said you're, you're churning 4,000 sessions in Red Deer. Yep. And then just under 3,000 across 400 members. So. So the average member shows up 10 times a month? 10.5. Yep. Yeah, 10.5. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and that's something we track. That's a big KPI for us. We bonus it out for our coaches on that uh, as well. Because we know, like, it doesn't matter how much they spend. It's how often they show up, right? Their, their engagement and whether they're using their sessions. Because that leads to results. That leads to referrals. That leads to longer memberships. You know, it just keeps spinning. And do you offer unlimited? Like, do you have people come no. six, seven times a week? No. Like, I'm pretty sure no. the, the four max times I can go to your gyms. Yeah, four, four. times a week. Yep. So. 
Yep, yeah. four. That's it. And then like the great thing about it is if, if they need extra, it's usually just come in and do a little bit of cardio. You know, do a little bit of cardio just here. Just give them the space exactly. to come. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think we talked about this in the beginning. How much, like how many square feet are your spaces? Cause you know, people are here in cardio area smoothies. Uh, like they're probably thinking like a 30,000 square foot gym. No, it, no, it really isn't that. No, like we have 8,000 square feet in one gym and 6,500 in the other. And to be honest, you know, our 8,000 square feet gym is over three floors. We have staircases and lobbies and like, it's a ton of wasted space, but like, Wasted space, but non-effective, non-revenue generating space for sure. Um, but we could definitely get away with five or six thousand each location. Easy, easy. We have a lot of like luxury space. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be really well laid out and, and optimized. So one of the things I've heard over and over is just the word simple, you know, and, and it seems like uh, a lot of times we'll talk with gym owners once they get like a modicum of success, they, 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 they tend to go complicated. But when I talk to the, the grizzled vets, the, the 15 year, the 20 year open, like that, that, that word comes up over and over and over and over again. People hit you up all the time asking you for advice. If you are talking to a gym owner who, who's getting a little more successful and maybe wants to add another program or wants to, maybe do a completely different offering. Like how are you coaching those people? Yeah. Usually they're looking for new for them, right? Not new for their, for their clients or their prospects. And I, they usually have a lot of runway left bef before they should change the offer. You know, sometimes the offer just straight up sucks, you know, and it's let's trash it and get rid of it. But more often than not, the offer is great. It's just not well executed, you know, or they're not getting the value to the customer better. Really when it comes down to it, like, I don't care what you do, whether it's a 21 day, 28 day, six week, 12 week, nine, it doesn't matter. You know, you package up a low barrier offer where you're solving a bunch of things for them, makes it really simple for them to buy. They know exactly what's, what's included, you know, what the price is, what the investment is, what you expect from them, you know, what's going on afterwards, and then just hammer it down and then making sure that they actually feel included, wanted and are engaging during that process rather than trying to sell as many as you can and then letting them through the door and hoping that they stay, you know, treating them like a full-time VIP member on day one, whether it's a trial or not. Yeah. A lot of these guys that have a brand new program every month, like it's just, they're spinning their tires. They really are. Well, I, I was at a, I was at an event this week with uh, a bunch of gym owners. And I remember one of the conversations, like one of the guys was like, my gym hit 30,000. I think I've hit the ceiling. Like it's time to open a new gym. <laughs> no, and you got so much more room. And so I'm like, no, it's time for you to double down and hit 60,000 in the yeah. gym you have. And then 90. Right? Yeah. Like you can always find more inside of your, your four walls. You know, we, we've made those mistakes before where we thought like bigger is better and bigger is better. And like, oh, we're capped at four coaches and all oh, we're capped at 40,000 months and things like that. And now we're doing, you know, 140 a month at one and 110, 120 at the other. And like you always find new ways, you know, whether it's through new internal services. Again, like our intro offers are the same. You know, we do specialty services and things like that, or just making the members that you have there more valuable, sell them bigger memberships for longer term. That's way easier than having like a million different services. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember when uh, we first met, I think you were charging like $250 for your six week challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, it's 700. You know, it's like, a, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so you tripled the price and, yeah. and put more people in it. And, so. and we have better close rates. Like... It's and probably better results. Yeah, that. exactly. Isn't that strange when people are invested, you know, mentally, emotionally, financially, everything, you know, and then it enables us to pay our coaches better, 
you know, have better equipment, better front desk staff, more of the amenities that are, our members want. You know, we say that we're high value and we have to actually have high value. You know, we can't say we're the best and then just like they open the doors and it's just a cardboard box. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and a car so sale. Like we have to make a sale every single time that they're there. You know, you're making the sale either on the membership or you're making a sale to tell them like, good job on buying this membership. Stay here. Right. And and that's a, we could probably do a two hour podcast just on, on the, the ways of Jack Wheeler sales. Um, but um, I don't, I don't want to put us too far down that hole. Now, in terms of any other advice you would give to gym owners, you know, let's, uh, let's make it more specific. If, if you were speaking with uh, Jack Wheeler 10 years ago, what advice would you give that man? Well, since we're on the topic of like that local market, I really would have doubled down on my competitive advantages. Your competitive advantage is that you are local, you are a face and you are in the community. So rather than trying to be just like a good life or be just like an anytime or be just like this huge CrossFit brand or Orange Theory Fitness or whatever else, I would just double down and be the exact opposite on purpose. Like when you have such a, a small little a town or a small little local market, double down that you are local, that you are special, that you are involved, you know, that kind of thing, rather than just trying to be like one of the other guys and race to the bottom, you know, and just keep dropping your prices and closing up gyms every five or six years. That's what I would just do a little bit different. Just double down on your skills that you actually have and the and the, the competitive advantages that you actually have rather than just trying to be another gym. Well, Mr. Wheeler, you always bring the heat. I always love it. Where do people go if they want a little more Jack Wheeler in their life? Yeah, we're all over the socials, as you know. Just search us on, on Googles and stuff. But we have um, our Instagram accounts and our Facebook is probably the, the best way to do it. But it's just 360 Fitness right here. 360 Fitness Show a Park, show a park and we'll pop up. There we are. Or you can just Google personal training red deer. And That's right. Yeah, four, we'll be there. For the 10 links, you're going to find them. So. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this is awesome, and people are going to get a ton of value out of it. Uh, as always, thank you very much. You rock, John. Talk to you soon.